File transfer complete. This is the Arizona Podcast. Stories about the people, places, and events found along the highways and back roads of the Grand Canyon State. And welcome to another edition of the Arizona Podcast. And today we spotlight the gateway to the Grand Canyon, that being the city of Williams, Arizona. We'll also have another moment with the mayor as we share time with the Honorable John W. Moore, Mayor of Williams. This edition of the Arizona Podcast being brought to you in part by ESET, the best and award-winning comprehensive multi-platinum security for all aspects of your digital life. Whatever you do online, stay protected with ESET Internet Security. And the Marriott Bonvoy card by Chase, where you earn points and elite night credits, plus a free night stay every anniversary with the Marriott Bonvoy Boundless card. And by Passport America, the original and world's largest 50% discount camping club, where you can save at over 1,200 quality campgrounds across America, including almost 100 right here in Arizona, including the Grand Canyon Railway RV Park in Williams, and two more on Highway 64 en route to the Grand Canyon. To learn more and receive some specials, visit ArizonaPodcast.com and follow the links to start saving today. That's ArizonaPodcast.com. It's all about the city of Williams, Arizona, in this edition of the Arizona Podcast. Every year, hundreds of public safety officers and roadside workers are injured or killed while helping stranded motorists. Arizona's move-over law requires all drivers to move over a lane of traffic for any stationary vehicle with flashing lights. If unsafe to change lanes, slow down. This includes first responders, tow trucks, and stranded motorists. Give public safety officers and roadside workers the space they need to do their jobs. Move over every vehicle, every time. And today we're talking about the city of Williams, Arizona. And trust me when I tell you, this is one small town that has way too much to see and do in just one day. Now, Williams is a city in northern Arizona along Interstate 40. It sits at just about 6,800 feet in elevation, covers about 44 square miles, and has the population of over 3,200 great people. It's best known as the gateway to the Grand Canyon, and you can get there via the Grand Canyon Railway, which is based in the city of Williams. Now, Route 66 buffs, you're not left behind here. Route 66 has deep roots in Williams, and you'll find plenty of Americana-style shops and restaurants dating back to the early 1900s. They boast being a family-friendly town, and they have things to do for all ages. If you'd like to see some bears, mountain goats, bison, and birds of prey, visit the Arizona Wildlife Park. If you're feeling adventurous, I invite you to check out the Route 66 zip line. And if you'd like to feed a deer or two, go visit the Grand Canyon Deer Farm. History buffs, you need to visit Pete's Route 66 Gas Station Museum. Feel free to pick up a couple of trinkets and souvenirs. If you're the kind of person that would like to sit back with a cold one, I invite you to check out the Grand Canyon Brewing Company. A little bit more sophisticated, how about sampling some great wine at the Grand Canyon Wine Company? Now, if you're planning to sleep under the stars with the family, can I invite you to check out the White Horse Lake Campground? Now, 
If you really want some Old West hospitality, I suggest you look into and stay at the world-famous Wild West Junction. Now, it's built around the legends and lore of the Old West, like the Wu-Tom Social Club, the Longhorn Saloon, and the Branding Iron Restaurant. Now, going out and seeing some of the local sites besides the Grand Canyon, how about you check out Sycamore Canyon? Maybe a picnic at Bill Williams Monument Park, or maybe take a hike to the top of Bill Williams Mountain. If you need more information, you can always go by the Williams and Forest Service Visitor Center. They'll meet you with open arms and give you a lot of input of the local areas. Don't forget you can stop by the ArizonaPodcast.com website, click on Williams, and everything that we talk about on this podcast will have a link for you to follow and get more information. More about the city of Williams and a moment with the mayor, John W. Moore. Well, that's coming up next on this edition of the Arizona Podcast. Did you know that if you shift your spending to an Arizona business, you're also helping your local economy? Whether you're shopping for food, grabbing a quick item from a store, or searching for a local service provider, a simple shift on your part can help support and improve the quality of life for everyone. In baseball terms, when you support the hometown team, you're supporting your hometown family. Go to shiftarizona.com. This message is brought to you by Bedmart, an Arizona business proudly supporting Local First Arizona. And so excited to bring in John W. Moore. He is the mayor of Williams, Arizona. He arrived in Williams as police chief in the mid-1980s, and as far as I'm concerned, revitalized downtown. He brought a whole bunch of people together to make that happen. If you're not familiar with this beautiful town, Mary and I stop every visit, and we get off Interstate 40. We travel through the city of Williams. You need to see the old Williams Depot. You need to see the Grand Canyon train. You have to see Arizona. You have to see the Route 66 gas station museum. The list is almost endless. With that said, John W. Moore, I find it kind of coincidentally that the W stands for William. Welcome to the Arizona Podcast. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me here today. I uh, I love Route 66. I love the history of Route 66. Of course, I love Arizona and Williams, so Route 66 fits me well, and I fit it well. Indeed. So let's talk about you for a moment, shall we? You you arrived in the city of Williams in, I believe, 1986, taking a position of police chief. So let's talk about that. What brought you to Williams? Well, I was a police chief over in Missouri, and my wife and I wanted, had always kind of wanted to come to Arizona from Missouri. And we drove through Williams in 1984, late 84, middle 85. Sometime after that, I saw where they had an opening for police chief and, and applied for that opening and uh, went through the whole process, which was a long one, believe it or not, for a small town. Uh, but I actually got the job and moved to Williams in January 1st, 1986. I took over as police chief. And how long did you hold that position in the city? I stayed as police chief for six years exactly. I came in January 1st, 1986 and left December 31st, 1992. Now, did you just jump into the seat as mayor of Williams uh, from police chief, or were you doing something else? No, no. As police chief, I had connected with the Grand Canyon Railway, Max Biegert, the owner of the Grand Canyon Railway, and he had asked me to work on a part-time basis to help him with his management team and help him 
develop a law enforcement program, if you will, and also a disaster preparedness program uh, for the Grand Canyon Railway. After I did that for a while part-time in 92, I left and went to the Grand Canyon Railway full-time. So for those that aren't familiar with the railway and those that are going to try to discover Route 66 at its centennial, the Grand Canyon Railroad has been around since the early 1900s, hauling ore, I believe, from the mining areas, and then kind of changed its direction and started delivering food and water in the rest of the South Rim. But it was with your help, if I'm correct, that you turned this into a passenger train railway from Williams to the Grand Canyon and back, correct? That's sort of correct. Three words I don't like to use is I, me, and my. Uh, but I was instrumental in helping Mr. Beegert and and uh, helped develop it, and some of my ideas were put into place, and I'm kind of proud of that. Grand Canyon Railway, of course, the last trip it ran was uh, in 1968 as the old train, and then we brought it back in September 17, 1989, was the first train that ran from Williams to the Grand Canyon and back. And if you could even take a wild guess, how many people have, uh, what's the right word I want to, ridden, rode the Grand Canyon Railroad? Well, those numbers in totality are too big for me, but we average over 100,000 people yearly just on the trip from the Williams to the Grand Canyon. Of course, we've got Polar Express, and we have other little events like the Pumpkin Patch Train and those things. So, it's uh, several hundred thousand a year, and you multiply that since 1989, and that would give you a number, bigger number than I can comprehend. <laughs> Part of my history, John, if you don't mind, I, uh, my family and I, we made our way from Cleveland, Ohio to Los Angeles, California in the summer of 1969. And my father was kind enough, and we made our trek from east to west, joining Route 66 just in uh, southern Illinois there. And I have to tell you, as a kid, there were a lot of stops along the way. I mean, the caverns and, and the St. Louis Arch and all that other fun stuff. But I remember most is that stretch from the Arizona border at, at New Mexico, from stopping at Chief Yellow Horse to seeing the Painted Desert, the Petrified Forest, and, of course, seeing the Meteor Crater and the Grand Canyon. So it was, it's just laden with so much to see and so much to do, which segues to... Oh, my God, there is so much to do in Williams. I mean, th we don't have enough hands here to count all the things to see. Well, you know, uh, Route 66, of course, considered the mother road across the United States, developed basically by President Eisenhower to, to move traffic across the country quickly, and that's why it gained the nickname of the mother road. It, uh, it had a lot of roadside attractions when you traveled it. Even in the days when you came by, there were still a lot of roadside attractions. There were little animal parks and and different things like that and you know williams is kind of like that today and i hope we always get to keep it kind of that way we don't have the little small things that they had in the days in the heyday of route 66 but my goodness we got barizona we got the grand canyon railway we just opened a new uh, coaster ride off the mountain we've got a zip line not to mention we've got route 66 which brings car shows every year we've got rodeos like in the heyday if you come to williams and go down on route 66 you're going to see what it kind of used to be like in the, in the heyday of route 66 and i hope we can maintain that and keep it that way forever part of the fun of um not only the grand canyon railroad you don't have to ride the railroad to 
uh, actually be a part of its magic. Mary and I have never ridden the train. It is a bucket list item of ours. I told her one day we're just going to get in that observation deck and we are going to take that trip. But until then, just stopping off in the city of Williams, there is so much to do you just can't do it in a day, which kind of segues to the fact that the the railroad also offers a hotel package. It also, uh, to make sure you get in as much as you can to see the city. But what I love is the attractions on the train going back and forth to the Grand Canyon actually spill out into the streets of Williams. And one of my favorites was uh, the birth of the Cataract Creek Gang that comes out in the streets of Williams. Cataract Creek Gang is an interesting thing. It's the longest-running cowboy show I think in the state of Arizona. I remember when I started to put the Cataract Creek gang together, a lot of people thought cowboys, cowboy history and Wild West shows were a thing of the past. I actually thought it would probably be a good 10 year run and that was in 1989. Uh, those shows still go on today. In fact, I was working on, on the show with Cataract Creek gang this morning to uh, determine when we're going to start street shows, what we refer to as street shows. Of course, we do the Grand Canyon Railway year-round. We do a show of the morning, and then we do a train robbery in the afternoon. Uh, we've actually robbed some famous people on the Grand Canyon Railway. We robbed uh, Governor Governor Moffat a couple times. We robbed uh, uh, Bill Gates and some of those folks. Uh, I, they told me they didn't get a lot of money off of those wealthy people, but... Uh, <laughs> It, it was a fun time to do the show and do the robbery and the street shows in Williams. Pretty cool. They do them right in the middle of Route 66. They shut the street down. Show will last about 20, 25 minutes. And uh, uh, it's kind of interesting. People come to Williams just to see those shows. In every town that you can find a, a good old gunfight, it's worth stopping to at least watch. It is really more to the city of Williams, uh, its benefit, is it's family motivated, and I noticed. Oh, it's very family motivated. Yeah. Let's share. Probably people recognized by the movie, but share with us the Polar Express. Uh, the Polar Express was started. I think this is our thirty, I think twenty third year, twenty fourth year. I was entertainment director at the time for the Grand Canyon Railway, and quite honestly, I did not even know what Polar Express was. Uh, they brought me a book and I read it and I thought, my goodness, this would be a great trip for the Grand Canyon Railway. Then I learned that a few other train attractions had been doing it. Talked to Mr. Beer. We decided to try to try to do the Polar Express. I think we've turned into the largest uh, Polar Express a population of tourists over in the country, probably. We bring a lot of people, over 100,000 people come to the Polar Express or close to it each year. Uh, it's a great story. If you haven't read the book, and then of course Tom Hanks made a movie called The Polar Express, so it's a pretty popular thing. But there's nothing like uh, like seeing the Grand Canyon Railway's Polar Express, and there's it, it's interesting to me because some of the kids that first wrote it now come back with their kids, and I I've been there through that whole ride. And I like it very much. You find cities like Williams that have found new ways to invite people to get off Interstate 40 and to come and join Route 66, like you said, kind of envisioning the heyday of its, uh, especially during its centennial. But you hold, you were the last city, correct me if I'm wrong, but Williams was the last city to get, what do you call it, uh, bypassed of 
I-40 back in 1980, correct? Yeah, Williams was the last town to be bypassed by I-40. It happened October 17, 1984. Um, we were the last town to be bypassed. After that time, we were like all other towns, seemed to kind of go downhill. A lot of the businesses thought they couldn't make it. Um, they just kind of quit taking care of business, and, and the town did slip backward for a while. But in, in later years, like 1986, uh, clear up to current time, uh, the town and the people got together, and now we are a very thriving, active community. We are a proud town. I like to call us the little town with a big heart. Uh, of course, like you said, you've been there. You know what it is. A great community. It continues to be great. So I've learned a lot while traveling the roads, and and I'm very happy to be a part of the uh, state of Arizona. And I like to take my new roots coming from a, a, beautiful, a beautiful town called San Diego and to make my way alongside the Colorado River. Mary and I love to explore. We like to take the, the back roads. And, and in doing so, I learned a lot about the area of Williams that a lot of people probably have no idea is there and they can take part of. Mary and I love to do day hikes. We love to do day walks if there's enough time in the travel agenda. And one of the things that I'm very happy with and, and I hope will continue forever is simply going to um, Bill Williams Monument. You know, you can have a, a, a nice lunch, uh, great picnic areas, but you can also hike Bill Williams Mountain. Even if you don't do the full hike, you can still see some beautiful landscapes. Now, besides Bill Williams, share with me if you can, maybe a secret a lot of people don't know about and maybe something Mary and I could find and discover. Oh, there's a lot of things that, that in that nature that you can do. Of course, our fishing of our lakes, we've got lakes, we've got cataract, we've got Kaibab. We've got some great fishing lakes, great hiking trails around them. That in itself is, is a lot to do. When this, this wonderful time comes about, they're expecting millions of people to travel parts of Route 66 that have never done it before. What do you have in the plans? What's in the future? I mean, besides the, the, the Fame Air Museum and the brewing companies and all the, the lakes, the, the White Horse Lake campground areas where people can come and, and camp and take care of things while they're there. Of course, I would imagine the first thing you'd want them to do is stop by the visitor center so they can get a map and a, and a whole bunch of diagrams and arrows. Do you have anything planned for the city of Williams for the big centennial year? Yes, we are still working on our plans and, and don't know totally what we will be doing. I don't know how involved I'll be with the city at that time, but what I would like to see, I would like to see some kind of display or kind of recreativity of the days that when it was uh, when it was the Bill Williams Mountain Men, take it on up through the through the powerful years of the 60s and the muscle cars clear up to where we're at today. I think that would be great to show the history of the development of the town, show the development of Route 66. It would be just neat for the people who came to visit to see how it used to be and how it is. I can't wait to see what each city will develop. I will be one of the millions that are traveling. And and Mary and I are putting our Route 66 series together. We're actually traveling in the opposite direction. Uh, we will start, uh, believe it or not, in the city of Needles, California, and make our way to New Mexico. And we will stop along each city and see what they have to offer, what they're doing, and how much fun they're having uh, during the centennial. But we're actually trying to build up a little excitement between now and then. 
So if we were to come by now, again, COVID was not very nice to a lot of people, uh, to businesses, to towns. And yet here you, here you are and things are going well for Williams. If we were to stop by any time, if somebody were to come and, and I'm going to take the easy ones first, we're not going to say the Grand Canyon or the Grand Canyon train or the Williams Depot. We'll take that out of the, if somebody comes through Williams and they've already seen those things, if you were to put a top three, welcome to Williams, you must see this. What would it be? I think, well, welcome to Williams is the must, the most important thing you could see is going to the business community, see the people, see how much appreciation they have for you being there, uh, visit with them, talk to them, check our restaurants and stuff out, check our gift shops out. I, I think that's a must see because we do have all that Route 66 memorabilia and things like that. Uh, I think another thing that is a must see is to see the see the forest and it's and it's entirety, see the lakes and see the trails and see the wildlife, the elk, the deer. Uh, sometimes you can even see a mountain lion or a bear. Those are the things that don't cost families that you can do. And I think another must-see place, and I know some people will say you should have said mine and you should have said this, but the truth of the matter is I think Arizona is a great a great place for families to go. I know during the COVID years of that couple years, Arizona, because they were an outside park, could stay open and they did stay open. Business-wise, it was very productive for them. But above and beyond that, the owner, a guy named Sean Casey, he mostly did it for the families. He, he, he is a community-oriented type guy and uh, it, it gave the families a place to go. And so those are probably the the three things I would say go see. The Grand Canyon Railway, the Coaster Park, uh, the Zip Line, uh, everything else is wonderful. And we need you need to see all of those. You know, don't just plan a day trip to Williams. Plan a two or three day trip to Williams and use that for a base to go to the Grand Canyon, to go to the Red Rocks of Sedona, to go to Winslow and stand on the corner. Like, <laughs> like all of those things, you know, uh, uh, that's a part of Route 66. But Williams is the last place it still holds Route 66 to be much like it used to be where you can stay and take those day trips and come back at night, have a nice dinner in one of our restaurants, enjoy the hallway shows on the streets. Or just, there, there's no end to what you can do. We just think that that just denotes traveling Route 66. I mean, it's, it's in the Pines, and a few moments later, heading north of Grand Canyon, you're in the desert. And I do have to say, you're never too old to see the biggest hole in North America. Again, the first time I saw it, I was nine. I didn't see it for another 50 years. And when I went back, I was even more in awe of the beauty. And to be known, you guys are the gateway to Grand Canyon. It is official. We are the gateway to the Grand Canyon. Williams has been the gateway to the Grand Canyon for years. Some people question that because of, of some other villages and towns nearby but when we became gateway to the grand canyon we were the one that got it registered we are the gateway to the grand canyon you're doing a wonderful job keeping route 66 and the city uh, going financially it's still very vital and again you brought it up i want to bring it up one more time being family friendly is is a big thing now when they need to go by barizona wildlife park you need to go feed some deers at the canyon deer farm there is so much to see and do in Williams. 
I don't know how you do it, John, but I imagine you have a long list of things to uh, still do and accomplish as the mayor of Williams. You know, my term ends December 31st this year, midnight. I'm going to continue through that date, just like I started aggressive, trying to help my community. I love this community. I love the people in it. You know, on any given night, come to Williams and I'll be out on the street visiting with the tourists. Not because I need to, just because I like to. And it's just wonderful to meet the people from all over the world. Enjoy meeting them and talking with them. And you know something I'll just throw in that we are uh, kind of a mixing pot of the of the international tourists as well as American tourists. At my little place one night, we had 16 different countries in that room. and It was a small room. It's just great talking to them. One thing I've learned over the years of being in Williams, Arizona, and being involved with the tourism is all people in the world are the same. All people in the world have got one thing on their mind, that's to make a living and take care of their families. John Moore, Mayor of Williams, Arizona, I can't thank you enough for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, talk to a little old podcaster like me and and share with us what's going on in the city of Williams and in the surrounding areas. And you're absolutely right. There is so much to see along old Route 66. I understand I-40. I understand why it had to be built and why it had to be done. But any chance you get to journey off the highway in the interstate and see the little towns along the way. And, and I have to tell you, it, it sounds silly when you talk to people. But I'm very proud of the photo I have standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. So my wife and I have photos there. We have the meteor crater. We have all the things that we're supposed to do. It's just part of the magic of Route 66. And I want to thank you for being a big part of it. I hope more people as the centennial moves in on us will take, a, a, take the time to get off the highway, see the people. And if there's one thing Mary and I are known for is a lot like you, sir. We take the time to shake hands. We take the time to get to know people. They're the most important part of the Arizona podcast. There's music. There's artistry. There's beauty. There's desert. There's mountains. There's snow. There's heat. Everything you're going to find on Route 66. Now, I know it's a, a small state to cross on Route 66, but there is a whole country to see inside of one little state. Again, John W. Moore, Mayor of Williams, Arizona, thank you so much for being a part of this broadcast of the Arizona Podcast. And thank you, sir, and remember Williams. Program terminated. Thank you for listening to the Arizona Podcast. For more information on our podcasts, the people, places, events, or the sponsors heard, visit ArizonaPodcast.com. Available for download everywhere.